Hey everyone, I hope you are having an amazing, wonderful day or evening, depending of course when you are here. Today we are talking about phone interview tips and doing a quick refresher. So I know I've done episodes in the past on interviews and phone interviews, however, I think it is a good thing to do a quick refresher and I'm sure there are some new things as well that I've added. So stay with me. You are listening to the Career Talk Learn, Grow, Thrive podcast where we talk about all things career related. I tell you how it is and we get right to the point. I'm your host, Stephanie Dennis. My background is in HR, which is what I have my master's degree in. My passion is really helping others, sharing my knowledge, having interesting conversation. So here we are. This is a good time to mention this podcast does contain adult language. Let's get right into it here. So a phone interview is usually the first step in the interview process if you think about it. And it really is your time to shine and move forward and keep going in that interview process. Typically, we fill out an application or we get in touch with the right person who sends us to a recruiter who then I talk to, right? So it's a really critical first step. And so many people I've found lately don't seem to I don't even know if they don't care or they're not putting in the effort or they just feel like it's a step in the process they have to do and they're not really taking it seriously. But I feel like, and maybe it's just, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like we need a refresher here. (laughs) I can't pinpoint exactly what's up, but we'll dive right in. And when we're not you know, doing well in our interviews and we're not moving forward. If that's the case for you, these particular things I mentioned could be some of those reasons why. So let's get into the tips here. Number one, find a quiet place. And I feel like this goes without saying, but I have to say it because I've talked to a lot of people lately who I've mentioned something like, hey, it's really loud. (laughs) I've even said it's incredibly loud wherever you are. And they're like, oh, I'm at a coffee shop. In what world, please, if someone has ever gone to a quiet coffee shop, please let me know which one. I like, please, I don't understand. Y'all like in what kind of coffee shops do you go to where the espresso machine is quiet and all of the people there are quiet? Like coffee shops are not a quiet place for a phone interview. I don't understand why people go there. (laughs) A quiet spot in general, but specifically not a coffee shop. Like (laughs) just blows my mind. Number two, Again, I feel like this goes without saying, but I'll say it anyway. Make sure you have good reception. You know, whoever you're talking to needs to be able to hear you, like all of the words that you're saying, right? And when they're sharing information with you, it's going to be important that you can hear them as well, right? So if you're in a spot that doesn't have really good cell phone reception and you're on your cell phone, maybe you can switch to Wi-Fi calling and use a Wi-Fi network to get a clearer reception. Something to think about. Number three, think about your actual connection. So not your cell phone reception, but your connection that you're using or the audio device. So some people are using speakerphone or a headset or the phone itself, old school, just holding it up to their ear, right? Each of those different methods are going to give a different clarity to the person you're talking to. Nine times out of 10, if someone is on a headset, it sounds like garbage. Headsets are great for listening. They are not great for talking. So if you are going to do a phone interview, I would recommend speakerphone or old old school, holding the phone up to your ear style. Number four, I want you to pause and realize that one, interviewing is a two-way street. The part of the conversation in which you're being asked questions and not being shared information, that is the part of the conversation where that person needs to get the type of information that they need to get versus what you want to share. 
So there's definitely information I need to get from candidates before I'm able to move them forward in the interview process. If someone is so focused on everything they want to share with me that I don't get to get all the necessary information I need, it's more than likely they're not going to be able to move forward. Because if you think about it, if a hiring manager says, Steph, make sure you get all this information before you send these particular candidates over to me because I want to make sure they're fully qualified before I talk to them. And if you just ramble on and on and on and on and on, and I don't get to ask you or, or get that information that my hiring manager told me that I needed to get, my option then is to write up a bunch of notes that say, I don't know what they're qualified for. I didn't get to answer any of these questions, right? So, and I'm probably not going to do that. I'm probably not going to send over a candidate that I didn't get to properly vet and get the right questions answered because that's not what my hiring manager asked me for. So if you are sharing information and going on a lot of tangents and rambling and not being clear and concise with your answers and I don't get to get all the information I need out of our 30-minute conversation, probably not going to be able to move forward because I'm not going to be able to tell the hiring manager, here's why I'm moving this person forward, right? Number five, know ahead of time who's calling who, how long the conversation is going to take. Is there a login? Is that person going to call you or are you going to call them? Is there uh, like a conference call line that you need to be on? And just knowing all that information ahead of time so you're not waiting for a call at your scheduled one o'clock time and really that person was expecting you to call them. Number six, make sure that you are preparing and doing your research, right? So be able to answer basic questions like why are you interested in, in the company? Why are you interested in this role? Why are you looking for new opportunities right now? What's going to be important to you? You know, who are you talking to and what is their role within the organization? Is it a recruiter? Is it a hiring manager? Is it someone who you would be working with as a colleague? So understanding who the players are, right? And just being really prepared for the conversation because depending on who you're talking to, the conversation is going to be tailored differently, right? Number seven, be sensitive of time. So if you are scheduled for a 30-minute conversation and you are at minute 27 and you're still rambling, you don't know what else that person needs to ask you or share with you. So please, please, please be sensitive of the time. Number eight, be clear and concise when answering questions and do it directly. Oftentimes I ask them a question about what's important to them and you know, five minutes later, they're starting to tell me about their background back from when they graduated college 15 years ago. It's like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> and honestly, I've gotten to the point in my career where I'm confident being like, hold on, we're going to get into your background, circling back to my question, right? And so if someone has to do that to you, that's a sign that you are rambling too much. We need to be sure that we're being very clear and concise and we're answering the questions that are being asked of us. So we're not going on a million tangents. We're not rambling in practice, being able to rein it in. So practice answering questions before you get on the phone if you're a person who can tend to ramble a lot. Number nine, ask questions that are appropriate to the person you're talking to. So if I am interviewing for a .NET developer position and I am talking to the recruiter and not the hiring manager, asking me questions that are super, super detailed around the technical components of that role may not be the best use of the time, right? So as a recruiter, that recruiter should be able to tell you high level what kind of projects that person's going to be working on, what kind of technical skills they're looking for, but they're not going to be able to dive into the weeds of, let's say, code. Be mindful of asking questions that are appropriate to the person that you're talking to. Number 10, smile. You can hear smile through the phone. I know it sounds cheesy and corny and weird, but do it. I promise it works. <laughs> 
Number 11, it's okay and encouraged actually to take notes. Um, You want to make sure you're capturing the information that's being told to you, right? However, I will say this, if you're going to type up notes, I would just let the person know. So there's been times I type up all my notes. However, when I'm typing, I put myself on mute so they don't hear me clicking away because it can be distracting. And there's been times where people are, I can tell they're taking notes based on what I tell them because when I stop talking, they stop typing. (laughs) (laughs) However, initially, I'll be totally honest, sometimes I'm like, are they writing an email or is this still a good time? And I just start to question, right, whether or not they're actually engaged in the conversation. Number 12, sending a thank you follow-up email. If you don't have the email address of the person, let's say you've already talked to the recruiter and then they pushed you through to the hiring manager and you don't have that person's email address, I wouldn't necessarily like ask for it, but maybe just forward a thank you to them and say, hey, can you forward this to the hiring manager? Um, most companies don't give out the email addresses of the hiring managers or interviewers just for, you know, privacy reasons. Number 13, be prepared to talk about compensation with confidence with confidence. (laughs) Oftentimes people seem very caught off guard when I ask them about compensation. I don't understand why this should be a given in every single initial conversation. It saves time. Like at the end of the day, right? I want to be mindful of my candidate's time. I want to be mindful of my team's time. I don't want to send someone through three rounds of interviews and maybe three, four hours later, right? Say, oh, well, we wasted all this time and effort and energy and we're $30,000 apart from each other and neither one of us are willing to budge. It's just not efficient, right? I know not all recruiters do it, but you should be prepared to talk about compensation. And I would even go so far as if your recruiter doesn't bring it up, I would ask them. Number 14, I would have your resume handy. I definitely wouldn't read it (laughs) by any means. However, it could be helpful just in case you have to reference something or if there's a particular like accomplishment you want to make sure that you call out, maybe print off your resume and highlight that beforehand. Number 15, answer the phone appropriately. It's super awkward when people are like, oh, hello. And you're like, hi, this is Stephanie. Is now still a good time to talk? Is this so-and-so? It's just awkward. Like, hi, hello. It's fine, but what the next question is probably going to be, oh, is this so-and-so? So I always say, hi, this is Stephanie, right? So they know they got the right person, and they can just dive into whatever they are going to dive into, right? Number 16, show and share your excitement. Now, don't be overly obnoxious, right? (laughs) Like, we're not trying to be whatever, but you definitely want to, like, show that you're excited. And, you know, if someone's explaining something, you know, say, hey, I found, you know, that sounds great to me. You know, this particular piece really stood out. I really get excited. Don't ramble too much, but just, again, show your excitement and and share that uh, where appropriate. Number 17, if the person doesn't share next steps, ask about them. So as a recruiter, I typically do this at the very end. I'll kind of give an overview of what the interview process looks like, and then I'll kind of dive into what that means in terms of next steps. However, if that person, whoever you're talking to, whether it's a recruiter or someone further in the process, right, understand what the next steps are and even what the timing looks like. Number 18, practice answering questions ahead of time. It will help you to have clear, concise answers. It will also help you to remember to bring up significant things that you could forget if you hadn't practiced. Number 19, remove distractions. Close your computer, turn it off. If you are on a landline, turn off your cell phone, your iPad, your tablet, your whatever device you may have, right? Just eliminate all distractions, turn the TV off, and just be in a spot where you can be focused and engaged in the conversation. Number 20, (laughs) 
feel like this goes without saying, but I'm going to say it anyway. No eating, no drinking, no chewing gum, no smoking. People do weird shit on phone interviews. Don't do weird shit. (laughs) I've literally had people smoking on the phone with me. It's just awkward and it sounds bad and it's unprofessional. Chewing gum, also awkward, sounds bad, it's unprofessional. So it's not just one of those things. All of those things sound terrible and it's distracting. Again, I feel like this goes without saying, but I'll say it again. Make sure your phone is charged if you're using your cell phone. Ideally, in a perfect world, you'd be on a landline, but let's be real, no one has those these days, unless you're in an office. I shouldn't say no one, most people. (laughs) Uh, Make sure your phone is charged. Like, come on. All right, those are my phone interview tips for you. I know I kind of zoomed through those pretty quick, but hopefully that was helpful valuable, quick reminders. Uh, If you have questions you want me to answer on the podcast, go to the Google survey link in the show notes. I would love to help out there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to be here and listen to the podcast. I really appreciate it. You can find more information in the show notes over at at stephdennis13.com. If you want to work together, you can find out how over at listentocareertalk.com. And if you want to help contribute and support the show, you can do so via the PayPal link in the show notes or directly on the Anchor app as well. Also on the Anchor app, you can leave me a voice message, which is pretty sweet. I would love to hear from you. If you have a minute, please leave a rating and or review for the podcast. I really, really appreciate it. You can find me on the socials over at at stephdennis13. We are written, produced, hosted, and edited by yours truly. You are so awesome, so amazing. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day.